Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. I could not be more thrilled today because I've got Tony Baloney here. Yes. As well as Jared. That's me. <laughs> and we're all in the same. This is the first time. First time. Since Mar- mid-March that we've been in the same facility. Facility since together. Since the poo hit the fan. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that, actually. Yeah, we knew you would be. Yes, I, I would be. I we am. are socially distanced. Yeah. So, and uh, the only person that you're going to hear that is not in this studio is our pal on the line. Who are you, pal on the line? I'm pal on the line, David Gehring of FX Layouts. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So we've got uh, uh, David Gehring from FX Layouts, which he just said. So that was completely <laughs> useless. Wow. I'm a that was Mojo good. Jojo right there. Good kind job, of. buddy. Nice. You're like an analog or a digital. Yes. Delay. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, if people are wondering, like, well, who's this guy and where's he? what's he doing? Where's he from? Where can people go check out your stuff right now? Uh, the easiest way is either on Instagram at @fxlayouts or just fxlayouts.com. That'll get you to uh, a link to either the the blog, which is what got me started, and or the uh, the store, which has um, <laughs> kept me going. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those things have helped your career out yeah. in some way, shape, or form. So um, now we'll get into. Um, all the stuff that you're doing and why we're talking to you and all that business. Um, but take a minute, go check it out so that you have a little bit of reference, everybody out there. Unless you're driving. Unless you're driving. Don't do it while you're driving. <laughs> um, and uh, all right. I think I think that's kind of it. We should just get into stuff. Todd, what yeah, do we do it. on this show? Well, that was the next thing I was going to say. Tony, what do we do on the show? <laughs> <laughs> you flip the script. We like to talk about gear. Specifically, boutique gear. Even more specifically, the builders of this boutique gear. And boutique gear is things like guitars and amps and pedals and accessories and all the good stuff. That is right. We get the story behind the story. Behind the story. And Jared, what else do we do? Oh, man, we learn. We have the 101 episodes once in a while and uh, I really look forward to those because I learn something new every time we have a 101 episode too true too true so uh, if you're not familiar with our show um, and this is maybe one of your, your first time or maybe last time maybe your last time <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely take some time uh, you can go to Spotify or wherever you're listening currently also I want to recommend maybe even hopping over to YouTube's uh, all of our episodes are now on YouTube oh, yeah. the only screwy thing is if you look at like oh when's the last one posted you're going to see stuff from like four years ago uh, it's all mixed up and that's just the way that they got imported over so sorry um, and if and if you're hearing one of those super old ones you're like show sucks then look for a look for an, a higher number yeah start with about <laughs> start, 50 start start with uh, a higher number you know, work your way 30. back yeah. uh, 30 30 is yours right yeah yeah, yeah. all right uh, let's see we're gonna get into a couple of announcements real quick we want to say a big giant thank you to Rose all right Tony's already cut off 
that's right. Thank you so much to Road Mics for providing these awesome uh, pieces of equipment for us. Uh, we've got the Roadcaster Pro and the Procaster Mic. And an articulating arm! Tony's got him. his articulating arm back. <laughs> that's right. I'm so thrilled to be looking at these two bozos. Um, not them articulating arms, Tony and Jared. <laughs> that's right. Um, so thank you so much to Road for providing our equipment. Um, it, 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 it is awesome, it's awesome stuff. And, and it just feels good to be liked and i know? like all the colors i like all the new colors on the it's on the roadcaster Pro. yeah it it's it's been a while since you guys have seen this pink and purple and yeah all the colors yeah. all the colors name are all there. the colors Jared. Can, can you I push like that purple. big button on the upper left corner oh, the one that says record oh, no no snap oh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, gotcha uh, that's happened before <laughs> once <laughs> once was enough yep. <laughs> uh so um Anyhow, uh, we also uh, want to do a little shout out, Aroni, to our friend and new executive producer, oh. Mike D. Yo, Mike D. Mike D. He goes D. by Mike D. Mike D. But it's Mike DeLuccio. Hey. Hey. Right. Uh, he, he sent us a little note when he first joined, and I always, you know, like to make a connection with whomever is joining as a patron. Uh, we truly appreciate everyone's support. Even especially an executive producer. Especially, Atlanta, yes. Uh, even Well, you know what? Honestly, everybody at that level, I, I engage, man. I don't care what level you're at. Really? Absolutely. Well, that makes it even more special. Than it is. It? So anyways, he says, uh, hey, I've been listening for about two years now. The first, and you're just now getting, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> two years now. And the first uh, episode was with Rob Chafe, um, uh, and that hooked him. So, oh. yeah, Rob, our friend, uh, Mad Cow Amplification, follow him on Instagram. That is a hoot, because uh, he, he does some awesome amp repairs. Yes. Which doesn't sound necessarily like a hoot, but he makes it entertaining. Anyways, he says, I enjoy all of the gear banter. It's just a great thing to listen to during my commute. I always look forward to the four on the floor. It is a treat. Well, for us, it is too. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Uh, he says, regarding gear, because I ask, you know, like, hey, what do you what do you play? What's your rig? What Tell me about yourself. Uh, he says, I play in two 90s rock cover bands in the Toronto area, or Toronto, sorry. And my gear tends to reflect that. Uh, typically, I use a beat-up Mexican Frankenstrat. Yes. Mine currently has a U.S. Telenec. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, though an equally beat up uh, 1996 Hot Rod Deluxe with an Eminence Swamp Thang speaker. There you go. All right. Nice. That's a, that's a sound. He's got the sound. He says, as for my pedals, some of them alternate depending on the gig, but one that has been my all-time favorite go-to drive pedal is the Emma Reza Frazitz 2. Okay. I'm, I'm not familiar with that pedal. I am not familiar with that pedal. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say the Digitech Digiwhammy. No, or the Digifrazits. <laughs> Digifrazits. Yeah, no, the Resifrazits. Uh, he says it's been around for a while, but it is not available in most stores. It's the type of thing you just have to hear. It has a solid range of medium gain and just the right uh, amount of mid range to cut through the mix while still having a ton of body. Everyone who hears it is impressed. Well, now I'm going to have to... Yeah, we have to check that hear. one out. I feel like I've heard the, the name Rezafrazitz before, I, but I've never, I've never played the pedal. I don't know. Hmm. So, anyways, thanks so much, Mike D., for Welcome sending aboard, that Mike. in. And I'm uh, glad you are part of the patron family on guitarnaz.com. 
All right. Uh, that's it for the announcements and everything. And we're going to get into what's going on in our music worlds this week. Tony Baloney is going to lead us off. Then we're going to hop over to David Gehring to find out what's going on in his music world. Well, Tony Baloney, go ahead. This week, this week, <laughs> this week. So I think last time we got together, I was talking about uh, my uh, Trini Lopez style guitar that came from DH Gate. Yeah, that came with the neck separated from the body. Yes. And as it turned out, um, as I took it apart further, there was like, there was a spot, a spot of glue on the front edge of the tenon, which in hindsight is a good thing because had the tenon broke, it would be just either a wall hanger or, you know, a trash, trash can liner. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only, so the only thing really holding on the neck was this spot of glue and the finish. <laughs> so, I mean, had it not been dinged in shipping, um, it would have been uh, probably falling apart once I put proper strings on it. But um, That would have been hilarious. You would have went to Titan and it just went over. <laughs> it's a good way to break an eye or a window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, so the good news is, no, multiple good news is um, I got a... a uh, a, uh, a complete. I'm still re- hanging on multiple good newses. Good newses. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, like a Dr. Seuss thing. That's good a news lot. to you. That's a lot of good news, man. <laughs> That's many good news. Yes. Um, so I got a complete refund from uh, from DHgate. Right. Nice. I didn't have to send it back. You have a whole side business of getting refunds from <laughs> <I know>. DHgate. Shh. <laughs> 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 like, hey, uh, no one's listening to this, are they? <laughs> Kick that guitar around a little bit on your way here. Yeah. So, um, and then I was able to actually, um, I took it over to my buddy Sean's, and we looked it over, and we got the uh, the neck glued in really nicely, uh, good angle, uh, everything like that. So I'm real happy with that. The only hard part is cleaning up the finish because a lot of the it's a poly finish and a lot of it cracked up around the outside edges uh of the neck joint so i'm working on that i've got a good color match it's just i have to build up a ton of super glue to to get it to that level Mm -hmm. oh that's fun so yeah so it's you know it's one of them things but i think it's going to be a really cool guitar once all is said and done jared made me a set of uh of his pickups, his PAF style pickups for it. I'm going to rewire the whole thing and put a proper kill switch like was on the actual Trini. Nice. And uh, I'll make a bound so you, guard. What about the what about the little uh, plate, the uh, nameplate thing with the diamonds? Yeah, that's do you, if you remember oh, a, a right. long yeah, time yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was I had one made. It's it's the the Tony Dudzik model instead of nice. the Trini Lopez model. I like it. So it's an engraved plate that goes down on the. On the tailpiece. Let's go back to the super glue buildup. Yes. Now, has anyone tried to use the gel, the super glue gel? That's what you have to use. Okay. And you also have to use an accelerator that instantly catalyzes the uh, the, the super glue. Wow. It makes it hard, so you can actually sand through it. So it's, but you still have to build it up. I mean, we're talking this finish is probably a 32nd of an inch thick which is doesn't sound like a lot but it's thick that's a lot of finish yeah Yeah. and so I have to build up all of that I've done my fair share of refins and stuff like that and that's blah yeah (laughs) I feel for you (laughs) well well, poly is just one of those things I mean lacquer 
I'll, uh, I mean, you can do so much more with lacquer. It's so much yeah. easier because everything melts back together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holly is a lot more difficult. Um, the only thing that really does stick to it is, uh, is, is super glue. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that seems to really, you can, you can do fills, but it just takes time. Yeah. And it doesn't, and, and super glue does not take blick em, dye. Blick em, blick em. So, you know, you have to, you have to actually dye the wood first and then put yeah. the super glue on top of it. So does the accelerant come in a blue package? No, it does not. <laughs> okay. What? I think Jared's making a Viagra joke. <laughs> He's laughing really hard to himself. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Hardly stand I it. found it funny. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, it, but actually it is. It's kind of an aqua green bottle. There you go. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, spray on. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Uh, Good luck editing this yeah, one. Yeah. Hey, uh, David. <laughs> let's, let's see what uh, David is doing. Oh, uh, what's going on in my gear world? Um, uh, last last week i think or maybe the week before um i got a new uh a new base which i'm excited about um it's a 2019 fender jazz um it looks like uh ice blue metallic but it's they've renamed it or it's slightly different i can't remember what they call it now um it's got a maple neck um i think it's the, the i think it's just the new mexican standard version whatever they call that the uh player series now Hmm. um but i got a good deal on it i have i'm primarily a jazz player or not jazz player a um a bass player and i have another um jazz bass but it's a deluxe and has active pickups and never really um really nails the classic you know jazz bass sound i mean it's it's close but it's you know it's not it's not quite there because the humbucker pickups and whatnot <clears throat> so that's been on kind of my wish list if one popped up for cheap i was you know just gonna nab it and oh you know hope my wife didn't get mad at me <laughs> um so i got that last week and it um i had to tweak it a little bit but it um the action on it but it uh it plays beautifully and i've played it out once and um got a lot of uh, hey, that's a nice looking bass. Cool. So that's been the the biggest thing on now, my. Do you radar prefer a maple board over a rosewood board, or? Uh, I have both. Um, for guitar, I prefer uh, a rose board over over maple. But for bass, I have much less of a preference for some reason. Um, yeah, I've, I've got both on bass, and I play both regularly mm. on bass. Um, nice. But yeah, on guitar I prefer uh, prefer a uh, a rosewood board. But even that's not, I mean that's not a deal breaker. Deal a deal breaker. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know why, but you know what I just thought of. Mm. I thought this. I don't. I don't know. I really, truly don't know why this popped into my head, but I have to share it now. It has zero to do with you. What, you just, what <laughs> everything you just said, except. On on my guitar, I prefer. I don't know why that made this happen in my brain. This but is I a thought, clutch moment where you're just engaging clutch hardcore, aren't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm double clutching, and I don't even have a double clutch. Um, <laughs> what what I thought of was uh, uh, like uh, Thunderbolt guitars. Who makes is is uh, you know aluminum neck stuff, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Aluminum neck guitar 
with an acrylic body that has uh, the uh, you know the old style um, lawn chair ribbon. Mm-hmm. It's oh, just yeah. filled with the old style lawn chair <laughs> ribbon, so no. it's like a lawn chair guitar. That might be a triple because the aluminum, <laughs> aluminum <laughs> like that too. Because the aluminum neck. And and the and the yeah, and the old lawn chairs yeah used the woven ribbing yeah, yeah. It's woven somebody's got to do that that's yeah. amazing <laughs> is this a real thing or did you I just, just came into my head uh, I don't know and I have no idea why uh, maybe uh, you should have stayed in your head yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> hey somebody some, out there some make things that. are better left unsaid that that's awesome no I would dig it <laughs> yeah could That'd you sit cool. on it then. You probably could if sure. it's aluminum. Yeah. Oh, if it, you could make it like those, those old uh, Guild Thunderbird, um, where like they had the kickstand, you could just have it like chair fold out the back of it. <laughs> nice, <laughs> sweet. I like. That's a great idea. Yeah. Thunderbolt, make that. <laughs> Next, <laughs> Jared. What's going on in your music world? Well, I learned a little lesson. Uh, I bought. I have a pedal board at my shop at where I have a lot of gear. I also have a pedal board at where I practice at because I just leave all of my gear there where we practice as well. So I have gear both at practice place up in Clyde, Ohio, and I have gear at home. Anyway, so I bought two tuners a while back, and I was like, I'm just going to get some decent tuners. It'll be all right. And they're just junky, crap, poopy tuners. They're little tiny mini tuners, and it's just not accurate enough for me. Mm. And it just made me, eh. so uh, it, yeah, you could hear it. It just sounds like crap. So anyway, I bought. Uh, I spent a little more money and got the Poly Three tuner. Yeah. So I got two of those: one for at home, one for at practice. And uh, you can do firmware firmware updates on it. You can. Uh, there's, you could change it to drop D and or just D. Uh, it's got all these awesome little. Is it the full size one or the mini? Uh it's it's. I think it's a full size. Okay. Yeah, it's a full size. You know. So uh, yeah, I'm really happy about that. Uh, I haven't tried them out yet, but gosh, man, it's something you kind of kind of got to dive into because they're, you know, a lot more. Uh, you know, there's a lot more things to deal with on those, and there is a, a cheap plug-in and. So, do you like being able to just strum all the strings and seeing what's yeah, in? Yeah, it has that. Uh, it has that uh, choice. So you could strum all the strings like that, or you could do one at a time. I'm a, probably going to do the one at a time. This is the poly tune. Yeah, poly tune. Yeah, yeah. that's what I have on my board. Poly that's, three, that's, yeah, fantastic. Is it a three? Uh, I think mine's a two. Mine is a three. Yeah, Jared's is one better. I don't yeah. know if it's it amazing. is. Maybe it is. I think. Maybe not. I think the three has the option to do true bypass or buffered. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take the cover off to and there's a dip switch inside to yeah. switch that. But yeah, so I Love did that. Dip switch. Yeah. 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 What what kind of tuner do you use, David? Uh, I have a uh, Polytune, I think it's a two. Yeah. There um, we go. I guess I'm I in mean, the club. <laughs> I've got a couple old TU twos banging around, but I think they've all pretty much died at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I I mean if you if you are gigging, I, f- I just find the polytune to be the such a good choice if yeah. you're if you're in a you know if you're up on a dark stage and you're trying to set up it's just impossible not to see it and and it just doesn't take up much of your board it's nice good yeah. good product the other brand yeah. wasn't it just didn't even tune it accurate enough it was really bad mm. and another thing i just learned that 
um, our band is going to have our first show and we're going to play as our band named Stranger and it's the first time in 24 years. Wow, that's cool. Wow, congrats. Mm. So a social distant, we're going to rent out a venue and it'll be social distant uh, CDC guideline enforced show. So I, I hope, really hope that works out. You, you didn't ask me what kind of tuner I use. What kind of tuner do you use, Tony? I use a pitch. So in my week, pitch I board? use a pitch pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I can pitch. believe I believe it. No, actually, I... You probably I, don't even need a tuner, man, because you're... Oh, uh, I need a tuner. Yeah? No, I, I have a couple of old Korg uh, pedal tuners. Mm-hmm. I used to use a Korg rack mount back in the day. Um, and it's a pretty accurate tuner, but most of the time, I just use the Peterson uh, Eastrobo on my iPhone. Oh, okay. And because I, 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 well, this is going to date me, of course, but uh, I grew up on strobe tuners. Right. So. You know, they make they came out with a pedal version of that. Yeah, it's not a true strobo though. Yeah. It's it's a digital strobo. Yeah. But but it looks cool. Yeah, it does look cool. The original ones are really. I actually cool. thought about getting that, yeah. but then I didn't. Then you stopped. <laughs> um, yeah, so in... M- oh, Todd, how's what's, uh, what's right. going on in your world, Todd? Exactamundo. Uh, well, <laughs> I have a... I got a new toy, and I, I did a post about it. I did an unboxing of it. Mm. Um, and it's from Hello Sailor. Hello Sailor. Effects, and uh, uh, man, oh man, oh man, oh man. It is... So fantastic. I just love it. Why didn't you bring it to show and tell tonight? Well, I didn't know you clowns were coming in or else I would have. You didn't tell me until like <laughs> too late. So anyways, uh, if you're not familiar with Hello Sailor, I, I sincerely hope you take a moment and check him out uh, on Instagram and then elsewhere. Uh, he was a, a guest. I can't remember what number, um, but he's been on the show. He has. Uh, and I've just stayed in contact with him because he's a great guy and I enjoy talking with him. And, uh, and he is truly a sailor. He is actually truly a sailor. He is in the British Royal Navy mm-hmm. and uh, he's sailing on when he built the, my pedal um, he wrote on the back said uh, uh, built uh, in while on operations I guess that's what it's called ops mm-hmm. um, on the HMS Kent. Oh. I was like man oh. this is too cool. And it just sounds fantastic. It just sounds so flipping good, man. I think I tried to, the way that I explained it, I, maybe it was to you. Mm-hmm. I said it was like, it was like eating a giant meatball off of a stiletto knife. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's uh, quite a tonal palette right there. Yes. Uh, very good. Very good stuff. It's a. Uh, it's. I can't, it's it's some kind of double drive that he said. Uh, I think, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Uh, the not Is it the broads? I can't remember. It's just called Suck It. That's what it's, it's called. Well, it's got a big pineapple on the front and it says Suck It. I think it's called Meatball on a Stiletto. Yeah. It is uh, now. But it's a dual drive. It's a Kossoff. It's his, he, he made a, a drive called the Kossoff drive. And uh, nice. and it's got his, his version of a Range Master in there yes. too. And man, it is... And it's just, it's just mine. Like, there's not another one like it in the whole world. And I, he said he'd so make me one cool. for 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. That's, you should jump on that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's a great guy. He's making really fun stuff, and it's all pretty on much. On a boat. One-off-y stuff That's on right. a boat, yeah. A sailboat. Yeah. Not a sailboat. And he uses, like, really kooky, fun parts, too. It's great. So, anyways, uh, big thanks to 
him for doing that. What's going Hello, on in your Sailor. world this week, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, I we heard do- you had a pedal. I, I do. I get a I get sailor several, pedal. Yeah. Um, how about some of this? One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. Hey, Todd. I was wondering how much is a three-inch cable from Tour Gear Designs? I'll tell you how much that three-inch cable from Tour Gear Designs is, Jared. Believe it or not, five dollars. That's it. And thirty-two cents. Wow. Wrap your head around this, especially if you've been looking elsewhere for patch cables. A three-inch patch cable that goes from top jack to top jack pedal is $5.32. That's less than $2 an inch. Yeah. It's crazy. You were, tr- you were trying to do the math while I was looking at you, and That's I could right. see your gears working. And you then you double-checked it, and you, re- re- you reversed the down. math to make sure, and you rounded down. What's really great about bank. it is that they fit. They will fit. Yes, these uh, these cables are fantastic. Super low profile crepe and, cables, if you will. Yeah, yeah, they are, and they're they're yeah, it's a flat cable, and they're we just can't say enough about them. Uh, we say about them on every show. Thank you, Tour Gear Designs, for sponsoring the Four on the Floor segment. Please, if you are interested in these, and I highly recommend you check them out to get interested in them. If you go to tourgeardesigns.com forward slash discounts forward slash the guitar knobs you're going to get 10 percent off of your entire order nice that's right and you're going to get more than one i guarantee so how much would that three inch cable be with our 10 percent discount todd uh well that would be minus 32 cents no (laughs) (laughs) it'd be minus 53 cents. i know i know uh so uh that's fit that's right tony is 53 cents off off of that cable but when you start adding them up because you know you're going to want to do your whole board yeah, probably absolutely that's a nice chunk of change that you're saving right there yes anyways check out tourdegardesigns.com forward slash discounts forward slash the guitar knobs and get yourself a uh, stack of pedals cables do it, do it, pedal do cables it. they don't sell pedals yet yes yet who knows all right uh we are going to get on to the four on the floor from david Gehring from effects layouts i'm very excited to hear what his four on the floor is based on all the interview we're going to hear. So hit it, run. All right. My, uh, my, I guess my first pedal, um, uh, it's, it's, this one's hard because it's, uh, I'll just say it's the MXR distortion plus slash the DOD 250 slash the Ross distortion. Um, they're all essentially the exact same circuit, just, in different boxes and maybe a different clipping diode or something. Um, but with, with, uh, any of those three options, um, I can get the sound that's in my head more often than not. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's, I mean, you can go to a tube screamer, you can go to something else, but I've always, I always end up coming back to one of those three. I'm just call it the distortion plus, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's probably my go-to drive pedal more times than not. Is that the same one you've had forever? Um, I yeah, it's I I built one. It was one of my early early builds I built for myself. I built a clone, uh, and that was that one. Yeah, that one has stayed on um, my board more than more often than not. That was that was an, a Distortion Plus was the very first pedal that I ever bought. Oh yeah, back in nineteen hundred and eighty. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's 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 hard to go wrong with one of those things. I mean, you know, a lot of people will 
tweak and modify them and you know add tone controls or you know clipping options which i do i do like a good clipping option but um yeah i mean so so often you can just if you don't need anything else other than gain you throw one of those and crank your amp up and yeah that's a good time so let's just talk about i mean that that pedal's been referenced many times on the show give us a like a profile of the sound on that can you elaborate on that um oh it's it's got this classic i mean it's an op amp based distortion so it's you've got op amp clipping plus hard clipping um and it's oh that's that's hard um it's just it kind of can have a little bit of a a brownish sound to it i wouldn't call it go full brown sound you're not going to sound like eddie um or um i think randy rhodes did use one um not 100 percent sure about that but um it just it gives like just a more classic not like you know full-on 1980s you know distortion sound but it 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 covers such a wide swath of of drive tones so Um, like cc deville i don't actually know who that is oh poison oh oh. (laughs) no i mean i guess you could probably probably (laughs) right i I haven't tried (laughs) that's probably yeah um but just you can you can do some you know real dirty blues with it if you want. Um, you know you can it it's just gives it just gives. I mean I'm doing a terrible job of describing this thing, but it just gives that sound that I want in my head a lot of the times more than it doesn't. Cool. Yeah, that'll work. I'll, I mean I'll take anything really. And that <laughs> so that worked. Um, and, and Todd has a lot of stuff in his head. I do. <laughs> what do you got for number two? Number two is the Ibanez DE7 uh, Echo Delay, uh, their Tone Lock series. Um, when I was first learning how to play guitar, and um, I was pretty late to that game. Actually, I was um, I just graduated from college, and was very bored because <laughs> it was 2008 and the recession mm. and um so i'm living back with my parents and you know learning how to play guitar and and fooling around and my buddy said oh you got to get pedals and i was like oh okay and i got some boss distortion that i probably sold less than a year later and um eventually i got around and he's like oh you need a delay and i was like okay well i couldn't afford like a dd3 or um you know any of those the uh, you know the digital delays that um you know like slash used or any you know whatever um but one band that i um that i really dug in college had their i looked up you know stuff that they used and uh their guitar player used a, a de7 and i found one on ebay for i think it was like less than 50 bucks now they go for a lot more than that. I think it has a bit of a, cut, a cult following, but it is kind of weird that yeah. the the, uh, the tone lock series has been, uh, you know, or the seven or you know the seven series is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that has made its way uh, onto the show many times. Yeah. Um, and you're right. I think it does have a strange kind of cult following, and they don't last long when they come up on Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I don't know what it. It's just got a, a just a more distinct sound, I think, than from you know boss stuff. Like it's just there's something about it. Just gives it a little extra character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think having the the echo option to give more, I guess, slapback um, sound um, is something I always appreciate. And I'm not a huge delay guy. Like I've had I've had different delays, and um, I always I always struggled with. 
just syncing it, you know, with what you're playing and without tap tempo and um, and even when I had tap tempo, you know, you're not guaranteed that that's the rate the rest of the band is going to play at. Right. <laughs> so I always kind of kept it more as an ambient, um, just let it ring in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I like hitting yeah, those think, on, punching them in on solos. I like to give, yeah, to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. when I would when I'd double up. Yeah, when I'm soloing. Yeah, the, the solo, brief time you can't I was. Hear it. <laughs> <laughs> solo, you can hear it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when you, I mean, yeah, if you, uh, especially if you stack it with something else and then you screw up, yeah, you, you better get it solo that you can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about number three? <clears throat> number three is a new one I wish I had back in the day when I was actually playing guitar more. Um, but it is, well, the one I have is a Red House Heat Wave, but now would probably be called the Native Audio Rising Sun. And that's his, uh, Mike's um, uh, Tap Tempo Tremolo. Um, so much you can do with that thing in such a you know in just a one twenty five yeah enclosure like it's a I'm I'm a little bit of a fanboy when it comes to Mike. Um, it's easy he makes, to be. He make he makes some killer stuff. When he came out with that pedal, um, it was funny because he was working on it. We were in in Nashville. Oh, that's right. And uh, <laughs> and I just kept I, I figured out well. One of my favorite things to do with people is just find out where the knobs are and just and just turn them, just slowly, <laughs> just just keep turning them. That's and, what they're yeah. for, buddy. Right. And uh, <laughs> so with him, I uh, I was like, yeah. So your new pedal, the Sonoma, what's it called? What's the what? And he's like, no, bro, dude, no, bro. It's not the Sonoma, bro. <laughs> it's, it's a heat wave, bro. It's, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, 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 and then and I just kept calling it the Sonoma, Sonoma, <laughs> Tacoma. He used to start ah, Tacoma, Sonoma. Really, he, yeah. you know, he's a he's a super patient, lovely guy. So he didn't. <sighs> but towards after like three days of that, <laughs> he just tortured him throughout. Oh, Mike, tell him about your new Sonoma pedal, dude, bro, bro, stop, bro. <laughs> That's, That's great, yeah, Poor Mike. Uh, it's great. Uh, and then fourthly would be, I mean, this was really hard to throw together, but, um, well, hang on so before yeah. I so rudely interrupt you. What do you love so much about that pedal? Um, just, I mean, it can do, I mean, I, I'm, like I said, I'm not a huge delay guy. I do like delay, but tremolo, if I'm, especially if I'm going for more of like a, a bluesy, um, kind of a, um, like a black key, like early black keys vibe. Um, I love using tremolo like that along with like a fuzz and and just making it, you know, just gnarly. Um, and that one, I love the tap tempo on it. I love that you can uh, ramp the speeds. Because, um, you know, a tremolo itself shouldn't really shape your tone too much mm-hmm. uh, unless it's like a harmonic tremolo, um, which is doing stuff with phase and whatever. Um, but his is just, it's just clean and it, and it just has a lot going on in such a small package that's that could be overwhelming but once you spend a little bit of time with it you can you figure it out pretty easily and um i i I respect the pedal as much for what it does for my me playing as much as i do as a pedal nerd and electronics yeah (laughs) one of the yeah it's just spectacular yeah that's exactly it yeah right on 
Okay. Yeah. So number three was the Sonoma. Yes. Yes. Number three number was three, the <laughs> Native Audio Sonoma. Sonoma. <laughs> Tacoma Sonoma. I, All right. Yeah, I may go Sharpie that on that pedal. Yeah. Um, bro, number, bro, don't number do four. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I won't do it. Number four is, uh, is probably a green Russian Big Muff. Um, I mean, there's so many different variants of the Big Muff since, you know, EHX came out with it in the what, late 60s or whatever. Um, but since I'm also a bass player a lot, which I don't really get to use fuzz very much on bass, but when I do, um, a Green Russian is normally where I start. Um, and it's, you know, it's awesome, especially if I'm, like I said, like I'm doing a Black Keysy type of, of vibe. Um, you know, throw, throw my guitar in the neck pickup, put that thing on, uh, not overpowering, but, you know, get it nice and just full and thick fuzz and, and you know, throw on some tremolo and I'm happy. Mm, nice. Yeah. I just thought of uh, when you were saying that, I was thinking of the uh, most interesting man in the world. <laughs> I don't often play bass, but when I do, I play guitar. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dear. So true. You get a baritone then, right? I don't often play bass, but when I do, <laughs> I play guitar. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Yeah, wow, that I'm is a uh, baritone. Or maybe a bass six. There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, I'm on one tonight. All right. Well, that was a mighty fine four on the floor, man. Very Thank cool. Uh, we're going to say a, just a real quick thanks to John Fintel. John Fintel. Uh We are in the Relay Recording Studio right now in a in a back alley, like dungeon type Shack. place yeah yeah we don't have it we don't have the wallpaper up yet but uh we're here but the shackles are up on the wall the shackles are up on the wall that's right <laughs> <laughs> i took me a second i was like the shower oh what <laughs> uh all right anyways uh so different John, kind of dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> john's an outstanding uh producer and uh recording engineer and, and guitar tone guru and guitar tone guru yep and so if you are interested in getting your guitar tone recorded well check him out johnfintel.com uh, and also relayrecording.com and uh, if you want to hear what that sounds like you can check out the Valentinos who, who yeah. are they? the Valentinos so anyways so we're going to head on to uh, we're going to head on over to uh, our friend uh, David Gehring and he's going to tell us about effects layouts all of the mystery surrounding it the controversy if you will oh my <laughs> There's controversy. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to drum up people shaking their fists. <laughs> Burn! Oh, controversy. It's exactly what we Burn need more in yeah. this world. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, David, I early on in the sh- in in the the early years of our show, I did reference uh, your. Uh, your your work your feed on the Instagram Um, I was trying to explain to somebody I can't remember who or what or why or where but uh, I was explaining you know that you have you know this guy he's got the got the four if you look and it's got the layouts of the of the boards (laughs) and there's all kinds of them that's that was my justice to your your work I mean that's a bunch of stuff that's pretty accurate yeah yeah so, it's uh, a good thumbnail sketch. Uh, thank you. Um, I, I just I, this was pre-episode fifty, wasn't it? I, I, yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so you know, I just thought that that was a really intriguing thing. I'm I'm always interested when somebody finds an angle uh, in this guitar world full of so much that has been covered. There's, you know, uh, so many people say everything's been done. Well, no, it hasn't, and it continues to not always be done. And I think yeah. what you're doing is one of those things. So I just wanted to find out a little bit more and share it with our audience. Um, oh, thanks. So uh, tell just really briefly, give us a. Give us a setup for what is what was the genesis with the showing the the uh, different layouts of those uh, of so many pedals that are um, revered, uh, famous, maybe some mm. new, etc. How what's going on with that? Yeah, well, um, I mean, there's always been you know DIY people out there. There always will be. Um, my I mean, I grew up with a my dad's a farm boy from Iowa and. Um, you know, it was that was basically in my DNA. I, I couldn't escape it if I wanted to. Um, that you know, oh hey, I want to. Well, hey, I want to. I want to. I want a new electric guitar. Uh, like when I was first starting to play, my dad had a big wood shop in the basement. It was, and, you know, hey, I, uh, dad, this is just like three three pieces of wood. We could probably build this, and um, it turned from, uh, you know my dad dragging me to help him in the shop when I was in high school to me dragging my dad to the shop to help me <laughs> after college. Right. Um, and so I've always had that, you know, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to try this myself. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm not an electric engineer or, you know, I, the only, um, understanding I have all of this is what I've gained from doing, uh, and just experience and, and, you know, researching and reading and, um, basically homeschooled myself on, on all this. Uh Um, but it, it started out as, um, you know, me wanting, you know, some pedals and more pedals that I didn't have and couldn't justify spending a lot of money on and not wanting, you know, crap. Basically I didn't want to go out and buy a really crappy pedal that was either going to break or just sound like garbage. Um, and it was also something I've, I've, I've built my fair share of parts casters and a couple from scratch. Um, and you know, they, even a parts caster can, can take a fair chunk of time to put together. Mm -hmm. Um, but pedals, there's a little bit more instant gratification. Um, and you can, Oh, Hey, I can slap this circuit board together in a night, um, throw it in an enclosure and then within a week or, you know, even a day or two, um, Hey, I have a new tube screamer on my board. Um, and so I, I, I started building just kind of, you know, kind of redirecting my DIY gear hobby, um, and started, you know, learning and, um, I actually started, uh, building on a strip board, which is just copper strips that, um, has holes, a grid of holes about, uh, I think it's like a 10th of an inch. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a similar blog to my own, um, called Tagboard effects, um, which has been around, been around for a good long while and um you know they they posted layouts um for everything pretty much everything you could think of um and i started building on there and i was it just started feeling too much paint by numbers and when something went wrong i didn't know why or where to look or how to you know right to fix it so much and i thought okay i've i'm i'm gonna make my own layout so i can learn okay here are the you know, maybe common points of failure or, um, 
you know, just what could go wrong um, and just have a little better idea of like, okay, this is the actual, this is where my guitar signal is actually going through this circuit board. And I laid out stuff on, on Veraboard and um, what bugged me the most about that was just how everything was, anything that like a pot or a switch or whatever, everything had to be run to the board from a wire and the board ended up either just being floating inside an enclosure or, you know, maybe duct taped down to the back of pots or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just looked, I don't know, it didn't look right. <laughs> it just didn't look good. Yeah. Um, if you, if anybody's ever built one of these, they understand. It's like when you're building, you're like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm making a thing. And then you put it in and you're like, I, did I this is not, is this really supposed to look like this? <laughs> yeah. Why does this look like yesterday's spaghetti? Yeah. Um, and so I, I branched out and um, I played around with perfboard, which is similar to, to stripboard or bareboard. But instead of there being lines of copper that are separated, it's every hole has a little pad of copper. Um, and then you make all the connections yourself. Uh, and I did that for a while and it, everything started... Well, my, my failure rate, not everything, but my failure rate went way down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, then I started um, etching my own circuit boards. And after a while, I was like, okay, I, you know, maybe there's not a lot of layouts like these, the circuit board, or the, the etchable boards or perf boards um, out there. There are some, but they're not in any concise place like there was on tag board. Uh, so I basically, <laughs> I, I didn't come up with this, but I just basically, you know, tried to replicate what they'd done, um, just in my own style. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, uh, it just was something I, I did kind of as a, <laughs> as a way not to kill time, but you know, when it was work was slow or, you know, I just had some free time. I didn't have kids at that point. Um, I, uh, you know, I could throw a show on, uh, you know, my my laptop or whatever, and look at a schematic and and bang out a layout, and then I just started posting them, and it, you know, I created an Instagram and um, for it to, you know, try kind of drive some traffic towards it because there wasn't at the time. I don't think there was a ton of um, DIY the DIY side of of gear, or at least pedals on. Um, on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, other than you know the odd hobbyist saying, "Hey, look at this thing I built," right. um, which was also me before I made the you know before I made the FX layouts uh, Instagram. Um, so it just kind of it just just grew naturally, I think, over um, people who um, like to build the same way I do um, and like making their own circuit boards, um, and it it as much as it is a um, a service, I guess you could say, to the DIY community and um, you know a resource for other builders. It was an outlet for me, um, not only to do gear without leaving my computer, <laughs> my computer desk, but um, but just it was kind of a design thing too. I've I've always enjoyed graphic design and um, I'm, a, I'm a videographer and video editor by trade, so I'm mm-hmm. a, at least adjacent to that. Um, so it was just a, a, a lot of it, you know, is, you know, how you can make the traces and um, and do it in a way that is, you know, the parts are placed aesthetically pleasingly without, you know, it looking like all the Vera boards uh, builds that I had done before. Um, 
and um, you know, I met some some buddies along the way that had a little bit more experience in building, and they're like, "Hey, you should uh, try doing more board-mounted pots." And like, there was a whole <laughs> this is embarrassing, but there was a whole style of potentiometer out there that was designed to fit on circuit boards the way I wanted them to, and I didn't even realize it. Um, and that was just like a, where, what rock have I been hiding under <laughs> moment. Um, and Well, but and unless that, you that open up everything. a box, and, and unless you're aware of it, you know, I mean, there's yeah. tons of things that people come to late, you know? Yeah, so it was, that was, um, I was still fairly early in the blog days, and so it was, um, that opened up a whole new way of designing these things. And I was like, okay, cool, so we can get like, six pots in one box and have them all board mounted and that's you know 18 wires that people don't have to run that's yeah awesome you know um that's one so, of the crap thing about putting something together is when you don't have uh the the pots mounted in the board and then you got a floating board and it was uh, yeah not to mention it just is another easy it's another you know extra solder um point and another point of, of potential failure yeah um yeah, so that was that's so, kind of how it started. So, so on your actual blog, which is mm -hmm. uh, effectslayouts.blogspot.com. Thank you, Google overlords. Yeah. Uh, so on that, it, it, it's more than just like, hey, I just posted pictures of these layouts. I mean, you really are, for someone entering or maybe even just being a, a longtime DIY builder, there's lots of fantastic information here you've got your uh general layout notes which i mean <laughs> which is i mean honestly it's it's good stuff it's it's helpful yeah. any little bit where you where you're providing some way for somebody to learn something who knows that person could could look at that and go off and make a, a whole new brand that could yeah. be awesome just from yeah. just from that inspiration um and uh, you got PCB etching, so you're talking about, you know, what, what is that? And you're just, uh, you got a, a good wealth of information here. Transfer image library. <laughs> that actually happened uh, not fully, I wasn't fully aligned with doing that initially. Um, just because it it's just an extra step in, in the posting and, and uh you know, design of everything. Right. Um, but people were like, Hey, what's the size of this board? Like, I was like, just open it up and f like, it's the size that it is. Cause it, on my end it worked fine. Cause I had the native files, but when you upload it, um, to blogger, it, um, messes with some scaling sometimes. And you can, you know, you, if you know what you're doing, you can figure it out. But for someone who's new, it was like, Oh, they're not going to know necessarily that, Hey, look on the other side at the perf. <laughs> the perf uh, layout of it count the holes and you can figure out how wide and how tall the the layout is right, at least right. get close so it was um it was kind of okay yeah i guess i yeah and that way people will stop asking me <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you got, so yeah and you make a you make a i just make a scaled pdf um of the image that needs to be transferred and people can just download that and print it straight out of their laser printer and or um however they want to do it because there's several ways to to etch a board yeah yeah and then you got drilling templates i mean mm. honestly the drilling the holes thing is such a permanent thing <laughs> it's just like man i really hope i get this right and if you get it a little bit off sorry yeah, charlie yeah so there's there's six bucks you won't get back yeah um 
current mm-hmm. projects, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the stuff that you need to basically start to learn how to do this, or at least maybe not all the stuff, but a fairly good chunk. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I just, I appreciate when people are not only making cool stuff, but sharing how others can do that as well. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that was the driving factor with this is like, I'd learned a lot from, from other people. And this was just a, you know, a way for me to give back to so many people who, you know, have been in, that I've been in their shoes and, you know, hopefully they can pass it along as well. And other people invested in me and in this hobby and, you know, taught me how to not, you know, <laughs> to hold a soldering iron correctly and not like that stock image that gets passed around oh, yeah. where the, the lady's She's holding it right up on the it tip. On the hot iron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. That's, it's a good one. Um, now, aside from showing people how to build stuff, you also have a library of fantastic boards that you've already done the work on so you can just go there and just why don't you tell us a little bit about that section that's that's kind of where you the bulk of your store yeah that's um that's where i'm at now i um all every almost every um every layout on the board or on the blog was was done in a program called diy lc which is do-it-yourself layout creator which is just a java um application and um it was like it it's simple, it's easy to understand, easy to wrap your head around, um, and great for, you know, perf and, and Vero board and even, you know, single-sided boards um, for simple stuff. Um, it, it's, it's not, the, well, the only, hey, look, cut that part. Um, <laughs> uh, what it doesn't do is if you make a mistake, there's nothing telling you other than you going back over it that hey you you connected this 10k resistor to a 22 uf cap when it should go to this you know 10 nf cap or whatever um and so i i was getting i feel like i was reaching i was doing as much as i possibly could with the program and um so i started learning um uh eagle cad which is a pcb design software that's um been around for a good long while and it's changed hands and um is now part of um autodesk i think right i have it open i should know this i pay for it every year <laughs> <laughs> um well and while you're looking that every quick <laughs> uh, yeah autodesk i'm not crazy okay <laughs> you, you can ba- you can get one of these boards for i mean pretty much everything is about under you know Less than ten bucks. bucks. Yeah, than, most everything's under ten, but there. Yeah, yeah like it, six what bucks, it, seven bucks, seven bucks, six bucks. Yeah, it turned. It started as just me learning that program and wanting to to do stuff that I could then send off to a fabricator. I wouldn't have to etch it myself because etching is great, especially if you're just going to do a one off. But if you want to build more than one, um, yeah, you know that can that can get old. And there's there's do it, builders that do it and do it really well. Um, but I w- I wanted something that was. I don't know if I was getting tired of etching or I just wanted a new project. Um, but yeah, I taught myself how to do Eagle and, um, and, and, and to explain it, what Eagle is really quick for those that don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, Eagle is a, uh, a design software specifically for printed circuit boards and it allows you to 
draw up a schematic, whether you're just copying, you know, classic TS-808 off of the internet, um, or you've breadboarded something and you've, you're drawing up a schematic based off something you've designed yourself, um, it allows you to, to draw up that schematic. And then that schematic is linked to um, the board that you create. So when you um, are routing all the traces on your circuit board, it relates back to that schematic. So you make all the right connections. Um, and it's just a, it's a very, um, there's, there's a bit of a learning curve to it. I, I struggled for a while to, to really wrap my head around it, but it, um, it's, I, I've really come to really enjoy it. Um, and it, it just gives you a little extra, I mean, it's, it's a professional, uh, software. Um, you know, people use it to create motherboards for computers and, you know, way bigger, uh, higher I level mean, stuff. I believe in science. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's a, it's, it's a good, and it, it comes, you can get the freeware version, um, for, you know, student use or for non-commercial use. Um, and then, you know. As you, as I've started, you know, making money off of it, <laughs> um, I pay for the, you know, the professional license, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, but you don't have to have if you're just, you know, trying to, you know, make a couple boards here and there. Um, yeah, you, you can do that for free. It's it, it's a, it's a top notch. And you've done software. a couple of tutorials on that, and obviously YouTube. There's many tutorials about that on on YouTube. Yeah, but, uh, but that is something that you uh, you've done a couple of those. Yeah, and people people always ask. <laughs> I need to make an FAQ on my Instagram that says, "What layout software do you use?" Because um, anytime I post, you know, me in process, a picture of you know me in process of designing something, I get, "Hey, what what software? Sir? You know, what software is that?" Um, it's Eagle. It's EagleCAD. It's in the hashtags. <laughs> um, uh, but no, nah, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, I'd had people say like. Um, Hey, how do you how do you use Eagle? And it's like, well, that's a you know that's a ten thousand dollar question. Um, I can't just tell you that in Instagram comments or something. Oh, sure you um, can. <laughs> it'd be like fifty of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I wanted to. Um, it'd be, I, I remembered what a struggle it was for me to learn, and there I had finally found. Um, some some tutorials someone else had made on an old version of Eagle, and they were doing it specifically for pedals. Because most of the tutorials that were out there on YouTube are um, not pedal related, and 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 pedals and and synths and stuff. Uh, a lot of people come to them, you know, and, and trying to build them and even make layouts are coming to them without you know, like myself, not without a EE degree or anything. Um, and so I wanted. Engineer. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I wanted to just make it a little easier for someone who's trying to, you know, either up their game or, um, you know, just have fun with the hobby uh, to make it a little easier for them to learn a, a program that does have a bit of a steep learning curve. But once you get it, I was hoping, my hope with those is to uh, help people get it quicker than I did. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, uh, I think it's a great way to get into pedal building, especially, you know, there's, there's kind of two ways of doing it. If you, if you aren't going to design the circuit, you can buy a kit, mm-hmm. uh, which is, that's a, a super fun way to do it. And there's, you literally don't have to hardly do any thinking 
is you're just doing, which <laughs> it is, is which it is, is paint cool. by numbers. Yeah. And that's a great way to, to, to learn components, Absolutely. to yeah. learn soldering technique, uh, et cetera. Um, but the next step up from that would be, okay, I'm going to get, you know, a board that you've uh, designed and mm -hmm. then you have to get all the little parts and stuff, which that is a little bit more of a challenge. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, if you've got a friend who is, as adept or uh, is a builder themselves or just reaching out to the community. There's, there's, mm -hmm. you know, ways that you can get that. Um, and then you can, then you can get your, you know, your, your drill template and literally build your own mm -hmm. as you want it around that circuit, which is, and, and it's still going to be, you know, what you'll have, like maybe what, like 25 bucks invested maybe 30 yeah probably 30 yeah yeah if you don't if you're sourcing everything you know piecemeal yeah yeah so it's a it's a fun way to do it so um mm -hmm. and it's i always like on instagram you know scrolling through and i see oh here's a there's a neat circuit that i'm not aware of and that makes mm -hmm. me go try to find that pedal which is you know so you're we're cross learning here because now yeah. we we learn. We can learn about a new brand. We can learn about what that thing does, and maybe you end up wanting to get that pedal, but also build that because you love it so much, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I've definitely. Done. I mean, I've I've built, well, I've laid out. Oh gosh, probably over a thousand circuit boards. That's incredible. At this point, not. I mean, some of them are. You know, I've laid out the big muff probably twenty times, um, and same for the two screen because. And there's a lot of pedals out there that are you know very derivative, and that's and that's fine. There's no. You know, you mentioned um, earlier talking about um, your Hello Sailors pedal. Um, he threw a Range Master, or his take on a Range Master in there. A Range Master is like literally like eight parts um, of the actual in the actual circuit, um, and it, it is such a hard booster to beat. Like it just it it adds just some. It's just a cool dynamic, you know, especially if you can nail the old school germanium sound like it's a it, there's a reason it's still a mainstay in either in uh, you know the diy world or you know on gigging musicians boards mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so well cool man uh it's been really fun talking to you about uh, your uh, your your business here and uh i think <laughs> just letting people see hey here's another great resource um, uh, and, and if nothing else, even if you don't end up building your own pedals, that's not for everybody, you know, No. Yeah. but, uh, at least can't you, all do it. <laughs> you, you're going to learn, I guarantee you're going to learn about a pedal that you're not aware of. That's, Absolutely. that is a, that I'm Tony, Tony guarantees that. I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm constantly learning of, Oh, Hey, can you do this pedal? And like, I'd never even heard of that brand, let alone, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the the guy with the Emma Ritz to frets and whatever that thing is. Yes. Um, somebody requested that a couple of years ago, and I was like, though I I literally thought someone had a stroke and on their keyboard because <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like what? And then I you know Google them, and sure enough, there's this brand Emma that's got a bunch of very strangely named pedals, and you know they they have a very unique sound, and those those actually do have uh, the ones that I've seen circuit topography of um they do have a pretty unique uh, approach and it's that's really cool so cool 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 yeah that's uh emma electronic 
Yeah. I believe. Yeah, those are those are strange and mm-hmm. fun. Neato. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we got a little... Uh, my, my friend, my, my colleague across the aisle here, uh, and if we were in British court, we'd all go, oh, bubble dash, boulder dash, that's right. <laughs> you guys don't want to get into the wigs, do you? <laughs> Todd yes. might. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Besides Todd. Yeah. Um, Jared, enlighten us, buddy. Well, at this time of the show, it's time for your favorite little jig. Jig. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's all choked up. Your little ditty. It goes like this. Would you rather? <laughs> All right. Wow. Hey, we got tremolo again. That's yes. right. This week's Would You Rather from executive producer, a brand new executive producer, mm. Mike T. Mike D. Hey, we referenced him earlier. Yes, we That's did. Right. So he sent us a Would You Rather, and it goes like this Would you rather have a. A board full of your favorite pedals running through an inexpensive, non-modeling, solid-state amp. <laughs> kind of like, you know, the PV, PV Bandit. Bandit. Or <laughs> would you rather have an early 2000s patch-based multi-effects processor through the amp of your choice? That's a nasty question. It is. Is the multi-effects processor bypassable? (laughs) Right. No, you have to run through it. What kind of of multi-effects? It doesn't say. An early 2000s, Mm patch-based. I actually used one in the early 2000s. (laughs) Mm. Okay. It was a GNX3. Oh, Digitech. Mm. Digitech, yeah. Yeah, there's an awful lot of those. Stinky. When you play top 40 bands, you know, they come in handy. Yeah. Okay, well, Tony... Kick us off there, buddy. <laughs> well, I do love me a PV Bandit, so that's right. That's what I'm going for. I don't even need the pedals. I'm just going to go straight into PV Bandit. That's right. <laughs> that's what you're doing. <laughs> no, I'll take I'll take the custom pedal board. I I uh, I just have, have never gotten along with multi effects processors. Yeah. Just haven't. I don't like the way they sound. I don't like the they they confuse me. Whereas if I have a pedal and I know what that pedal does and I know where the settings are, yeah. that makes sense to me. You're like my old grandpa. He's like, I liked it when there was just a radio with one knob Back turn it on. Back in the day, And then they went and button. put a tone knob on it and it right. confused me. And then you had a tuner <laughs> knob. That's it. Yes. Right? I don't care. I still don't like multi-effects <laughs> processors. Okay. So I, I, I like the idea. And uh, to be quite honest, I mean... If you are able to adjust your pedals to a point where they sound pretty good, the Bandit or you know whatever amp is like that is going to be pretty much invisible anyhow. Especially the clean channel on a PV amp is they're clean. They're clean and they just reproduce what you do. Just don't yeah. turn the distortion on. Whatever you do, never, mm. never turn the distortion on a PV. Never. <laughs> All right. Uh, Depends on the PV. Tony Baloney, thank you for that. Uh, let's see here. Never. How about how about Jared? I am definitely going to do the multi effects processor. Figures through. Do you have one that you like? 
Um, I'm just going to say what I used back in the day. I had a uh, PV5150 combo amp. It was loud as could be. You needed an aux back then. I did, but because they always told me to turn down yeah, um, all the time because that thing was ungodly loud. But, uh, yeah, I used, uh, I used that, and I used the multi-effects through it, and we had several different songs with different effects that I used, and, it would, and I had it all set up. It took me, oh, it didn't, it wasn't too god, godly awful to learn, but uh, once I learned it, it was easy to plug stuff in, and I actually had the songs on the set list, and I had it, the pedal set to that, or I had to press the up button, and I was on the next song. Hmm. So I had it set up right, but uh, mm. the the sound wasn't that great. I mean, the tone wasn't, you know. I'm I remember a few guys saying, "Oh man, that's not really set up really well." I'm I'm sure that amp can sound better than that, you know. And then I was all defensive because I didn't know any better back then. Mm. But uh, that's every guy at every gig. Pretty much, <laughs> there's <laughs> always that guy. At now every I gig. know because I listen to the guitar knobs. Yeah, there you go. that's right. Well, and we mentioned the the PV. You know the uh, the PV Bandit just is like sort of like that's just a little go to, but I mean you could choose whatever uh, you know. Never whatever you're. Never put the distortion on. None. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's talk. To, let's find out from David. What does he think? I mean, I gotta go with Tony on this. There's uh, there's something about PVs one that I always have always loved. Um, but yeah, I'd rather have my 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 choice of pedal board and uh, a clean PV to play through, um, solid state than than a multi effects rig. Yeah, yeah. I I think this is going to be unanimous. Um, well, no, not Jared. Well, he yeah. What? I went with the uh, multi present multi. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you went with the multi effects. I've, I've done it before. It it actually worked out. Yeah. It wasn't the best, but it actually worked. Well, I, I'm, I was really torn on this. I'm going to go with what I have in my house, which is my PV Classic VTX 212 clean with my pedal board. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I, as I said, I, Why are you in terms of with a me, clean <laughs> channel, there are very few amps that do that as well as, as a PV. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's that. I mean, I think Hartley came from the school of... You know, Leo Fender, where, you know, with you want good yeah. sonic dynamics. PV came, hardly PV came from the school of... of uh, Make it like a tank. You, you, <laughs> here's this one thing. <laughs> heavy is so <laughs> heavy that everyone hates you at Logan. Yeah. Here, here's one thing you can do, or you can do all this other bull crap. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, all right, that was a mighty fine question. If you out there listening have a great question for us to answer we would love to send us your would you rathers you can email them or dm me on instagram we'll do that man uh we got a few people to thank real quick oh yes we have a few tony baloney thank i'm gonna start today by the cream creme de la creme okay you want me to go super slow talk? No. Yes. Are you sure? No, I, I, want, I want us to go through them, but I don't need the extra 20 minutes of editing that you're going to make me really? do. Really? Yeah, for real. Okay. Well, let's just say you want to sponsor this podcast. Okay. You want to go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and find one of three levels, I believe. Yep. 
that you can participate in. Probably soon to be two, by the way, just saying. Probably soon to be two. Yes. So one of the two levels, you got a 50-50 chance. Yes. So you go in there, you get all the info, you see all the great stuff that you get. Each level comes with its own bevy of, oh t-shirts and 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 barefoot buttons and and stickers, stickers and, and keychains and they're colorful and and, and giveaways Pins and oh yes giveaways Lots Pins, of giveaways stickers you name it it's Flash all there lights. we got a good one coming up everybody Ooh, i can't Giddy wait up let's can't, do it can't hardly wait the top of the heap if you will is our executive producer level what yes that's not the top of the heap well no the top of the top of the heap. The top of the top of the heap is our grand pooba level. Yes, that's so I'm going to switch it up. Of the top of the heap. Yes, this is the penthouse with the view. Yes, not on the bad side. Wearing of the Wearing fezes while listening. To that's the right. <laughs> so one of the things that you get, Todd, uh, Todd? Jared, Jared, <laughs> is that Jared? Mm. I can't. I, I forgot what you guys look like. Um. At the executive producer level, what happens, Jared? You get to have your name read on the thing. On the yeah. thing, along with all the other great stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up today for you, Todd. I'm gonna start with our grand poobas. Yeah, these are our fez wearing brethren. They get a fez, and they get a guitar knobs, uh, pedal board, flashlight, flashlight. Oh my God, it's just, uh, uh, and all the other stuff. All the other stuff. This the stuff just keeps and coming. More. I mean, it's it's overwhelming. The stuff with the things. You got. You always got right. the stuff with the. You things. got stuff right. things exactly. and your name read on the things. So without further ado, special thanks to these Grand Poobas. Do it! Jonathan Jerusic, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Cody Lane, Cody Foster, Sean Tommy Manasco, Mark Garten, Christopher Marshall, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Zach Melton, and Tim Nowak. Yes, the boys. Thank you, thank you. And I'm going to go back to our regular executive producers because these guys deserve a, a tip of the fez even though they can't wear one till they become a grand pooba. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. Mm-hmm. Special thanks to Tom Barazin, Martin Cliff, John Daly, Chris Carney, Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Michael Van Zant, Ken Sayers, Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk, Stefan Lamb, Johnny Knowles, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Lanthrop, Anthony, Anthony, John Anglin, Tyler Bray, Brad Partridge, Chris Heidel, John Esterley, Doug Gann, Justin Jones, Brett Alexander, James White, Matt Hart, Liam Martin, James Pennington, Richard Kendall, Levi Main, Tyg Harmon, John Williams, and Michael D. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we want to say a ginormous thank you to David Gehring of FX Layouts. Thank you, my friend. Um, where can people find you and get your stuff? All right, so you can find me at uh, fxlayouts.com, and that way you can get to the blog or the store, um, or on Instagram at fxlayouts. And if you're a Guitar Knobs listener, and if you head over to the store and punch in Guitar Knobs into uh, coupon code at checkout, uh, you'll get 10% off. Fantastic. That is outstanding. And just think, you, that means you can get a whole bunch or at least several. You can get several of these awesome layout boards and start making a couple of your own pedals. 
I like yeah, it. And, get into you, the hobby. And, and then you can go to, over to the site and download the drilling template. And oh man, that's fantastic. Thank you for doing <laughs> that. We really appreciate it, man. Todd's a big fan of the drill templates. I well, it's like it's kind of the scariest part of the whole thing. I mean, if you, it is, do you use yeah, a drill is. press? Well, yeah. if you have a drill press, you, you and if you get, don't, just you, go to Harbor Freight. They're like forty bucks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> go to Harbor Freight. But if you don't, you just have your friend hold it with their hands. And yeah, then have your friend uh, definitely have your friend hold it. Yeah, no, yeah, put it on your it, lap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and make sure you snug it right up towards your gut. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Thanks for doing that. That's awesome. Absolutely. Uh, Tony Baloney, where can people find you? Just go over to pickguardian.com. You'll find out all the stuff that I do. Uh, has all my contact information. Uh, check out some of the stuff. I have some items that you can order right online, but a lot of what I do is custom work. Um, so shoot me an email. Let me know what you need. I'll take care of you. Fantastic. And Jared? BrandonWoundPickups.com. Check out the stuff there. Or go to... Instagram and Brandon Wong pickups and all the good stuff. I do lots of rewinds. Uh, you'll start seeing a little show called Rewind Time with Brandon Wong pickups. Awesome. Can't wait to see that. Yep. You wearing pants in that one? <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. You can send me an Maybe. email, Todd at the guitar uh, You can also DM me on Instagram. We, get, we do respond quickly, and we would love to hear what you have to say about uh, just what, what you think about the show, what's going on in your guitar world, uh, any thoughts you have on the guests, and, of course, the would-you-rathers. Do it. Send those to us, and we'll get right on it. Uh, I think that's about it. David, again, one more time, thank you very much. It was great having you on the show. Glad Absolutely. to call Thanks you a friend me. now. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me. You bet. And in the meantime... Gentlemen, Tony and Jared, we're here. We're here. Maybe, maybe again. Maybe again. I hope so. Have a great guitar week, everybody, and subscribe. Yeah. And okay. take your time. Let it marinate. Oh, oh, hold on, real quick, Jared. That thing's pointed at your nose, buddy. Ah, uh, I miss. I miss the <laughs> micromanagement. It's gonna be amazing. Unless um, I'm off my meds. <laughs> <laughs> You, Jared Delicello. said Delicello 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 And I said Delucio. no it's Delucio And he goes Ah Delicello <laughs> <laughs> A little closer A little closer to the mic Jared bring that Bring that Get it a little closer to the mic Come on Bring it in Bring it in That's You chose to come to the studio dude. Yes Right yeah that's true I said a meatballs <laughs> Alright feed me the question again Because I've already forgot Yeah Line that's, that's totally my bad. I actually, <laughs> it's usually Tony that messes that up. Anyways, here we go. <laughs> Good Let's, to be back. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram, at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.